1: In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: I never win and tell.
1: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voice representative prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to our Rangers hockey at Madison Square Garden.
0: Hello, welcome to a New York Rangers Game 3 recap featuring the Rook and TJ. TJ, what's going on, buddy? What's up, brother? <laughs> Feeling pretty good after the Game 3 win by New Absolutely. York Rangers. Hey, Dude. I mean,
1: listen. Win's a win. They a it win's it. a win, but you know what? When essentially, we kept them to zero goals because that little bullshit flip backhand should not have gone in. Igor makes that 99.99999% of the time. That save, it yeah. was a shit goal, but... Being the only goal to go in, I am 100% okay with it, okay? Zabanajad was on fire tonight. Kreider with that top game. corner snipe. Couldn't close it out with the empty net, but luckily cop was there for about an 80, 90-foot backhand. I thought it was Mott. It was Mott. Uh, sorry, Mott, Mott. Yeah. It was Mott. He got his first goal as a Ranger. Dude, tremendous. It, it, listen, it, we needed that goal to seal the deal. We needed to take the pressure yeah. off. We need to take the pressure off the Igor there. Kreider should have had that empty netter. I don't know how you missed from there. I know Strom knows how you missed from there, but. <laughs> it's, so does
0: Kako, because that's like the yeah. exact same shot Kako had. Exactly. It's funny because when that hit off the crossbar, I was like, I was like oh, this is good. Kreider has this game is sealed. I'm going nuts. As soon as he missed it, I'm like, oh, shit. This is it. We're going to give up the tying goal. This is going to go overtime. We're going to lose it all overtime. It's going to be terrible. Luckily, the Rangers proved me wrong. Eagle Absolutely. 40 43 saves today. Um, great game despite that one, that like...
1: Listen, that one mistake d- doesn't really hurt us. I mean, it kind of put the pressure yeah. on, but we needed to get that third goal. It comes, we were able to sustain the pressure from the Hurricanes because, you know, they brought it especially in the third period. But you could see, we had them on their heels. They were pushing everything. They started throwing everything towards the net. Last-ish effort to try to get a goal and tie it up. Um, and then at the end of the game, you saw that chippiness because we're in their fucking head, dude. Yeah. And, and I absolutely loved it. I loved it. I and that that I I, I can appreciate because I'm a big fan of people going for that nitty gritty kind of a little on the dirty side play. I I can appreciate what Max Domi did at the end, but you yeah. could see, dude, Lingren bodies him to the ground. Pretty much nobody steps in, and then Tony D'Angelo, like a little mouse, yeah. running his mouth at the coach of all people. It's like, dude, I'm pretty sure Gallon can still throw you a fucking beaten.
0: Yeah, I I agree. And Tony but D'Angelo, I, I, obviously, former Ranger, left yeah. on bad terms, you know.
1: So I think- you know what? And, and I was saying earlier in the series, I, it pisses me off that we le- lost Tony D'Angelo. It was a bullshit. He, we pretty much gave him away for nothing. You know, he got into the fist yeah. fight in, in the locker room um, with uh, Gorgiev. Uh, with and then, yeah. again, he also very, very out there on social media. He's not, you know, the woke, typical New York City woke media out there. He was a yeah. Trump guy and they were on him for that right out the gate. As soon as he started posting that stuff, he did a podcast, you know, kind yeah. of speaking his mind as well. Um, I, I like Tony D'Angelo getting rid of him for absolutely nothing goes to show you what kind of presence he has there on the the hurricanes. He's a good defenseman, but yeah. to watch him sit there and bitch and moan and cry and whine, this shows how pathetic he is. And it, it's, I, I, I'm kind of hoping it led to fire. Now I'm hoping they start the fourth line, you know, game four and, Show Show Tony D'Angelo what New York City is all about. You know, I think he's yeah, forgot a little bit.
0: Yeah, that'd be that'd be awesome. Get a little Reeves action onto uh,
1: Tony D'Angelo. It'd be great. I think he's yeah, coming. I mean, we saw a little bit of it today. You know, when they were exiting yeah. the ice, he got into it a little bit. A uh, little dust up, and uh, I, it's it's always good to see Reeves sit down laughing. Like I'm, you know, he he knows what he's doing. He's not scared out yeah. there. You're not going to get him off his game. He's probably the biggest bad ass in, in the league right now. I, I would say hands down. So you're not gonna get it in his head. He loved that shit.
0: Yeah, he, he definitely does, and he's probably excited. He's like, Oh, I might have a dance partner next game. I love it. He definitely is <laughs> amped up for next game. He'll probably want to fight somebody. Max Domi got put to the to the fucking ice. Which Dude, Lincoln, bro,
1: you you're fucking with a guy that's been beaten and broken this entire season, and then especially in the playoffs, and he still bodies you to the ice and then yeah. mushing you into the ground. And it takes two refs to pull him off as he's still mushing you and making you feel the effect. I got to say, I love Ty Domi as a ranger. I love Ty Domi as a player anywhere in the league or the Leafs. or It doesn't matter. I love Ty Domi. I love the style of hockey he had. But I think Max Domi never learned from Ty Domi that if you're going to pick a fight make a statement, you've you got to come out of it looking good and not looking like a bitch. And he totally looked like a bitch there.
0: Yeah, definitely not not a not a tie domey. Though definitely was uh, was definitely was Max Domi there, and that was that was pretty embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, but I mean, exciting thing about this was they they were had they had the offensive pressure throughout most of the first, even throughout the second. They had yeah. a lot of chance to make this game, you know, we'll make it wide open, but obviously just couldn't cash in. I mean, you saw Mika and Kreider both snipe those shots in two.
1: Dude, Zibanejad was on fire tonight. He, he definitely had a fire right. to his game. He was moving the puck around very well. He was skating hard. He was crashing the net. And, and that's exactly what we need. We need to put pressure on the net, pressure in the crease. Because yeah. you know what? Get in their heads. You don't want to take a penalty, but at the same time, you want to let them know, hey, we're, we're we're burying this puck any way we can. And you know what? We, we got our chances, especially in front, especially pushing bodies towards the front of the net, those rebounds. And those are the goals that matter, those little – chip in, punchy goals that slide through when you're crashing the net, those goals 100% make a difference.
0: Yeah, definitely. I love that we were talking about this before off, before we started the live, but I love the fact that they started with the, the kid line. And the kid line has been a jolt of energy into that offense, and I, yeah. I, I've I, been saying, I'm like, play them more, give them more time, and they've gotten more time like early, like late in games, yeah. and I think game one at least, uh, game two, they switched it up, they put near in for cop uh, in the earlier lines um are trying to flop them but now we saw the kid line come out immediately and they made an impact as soon as the game started like it just it was it was just different it was a difference it was like yeah. there's a lot of energy off the off the puck off the face off getting pucks on ice uh, I mean on net and it was just great I mean it was it was great to see yeah. I think it was a different di- different team than we saw the last two games
1: um yeah. offensively. I agree. Uh, you know what? It, it, the, listen, the kid line is the heart of this team. They were the heart in in you know the first uh, round of the playoffs against the Penguins, and and they're the only line that, uh, other than the fourth line. The fourth line has been doing what they're supposed to do. They're doing their job out there. They're not a detriment to the team. They're not giving up shitty goals. They're playing. They're grinding it out, and they're giving everybody else out there a little bit of rest. Everybody else on the bench a little bit of rest. And That's what you need out of your fourth line. On top of you know a little bit of pressure. Couple body checks and, and just to get that energy continuing, you know, through all four lines. But the kid line it, it has hands down been the center of attention and the standout line because there's no let up. There's no game to game fall off. And you're getting that from the first and second line. You're getting, I mean, we're still trying to figure out where Panarin's going to show up because it, it's yeah. just he's not on his A game. Zabanejad is game to game, Kreider is game to game. And they've been very silent so far in, in both series. I mean, they have a couple goals, but and I'm not going to say that they're not big goals because every goal is huge, yeah. but they're not making the statement that your top line, that your A-plus players, your stars, need to be out there making. They, they need to be making something happen. And Panarin, again, is just kind of lost in the shuffle, and I'm still waiting for him to wake up and, and make a statement. But that kid line, the the night after night, they come out there, they give it their all, they never stop skating. They're skating downhill the whole time. Nothing but speed, getting into the corners, getting to the boards, racing for the puck. There's no let-off, and that is that is driving this team to victories, 100%. And even in their losses, they're the reason why they're not getting blown out because yeah. on days where Kreider, Zibanejad, and Panarin don't have it, they're they're throwing everything on their back and carrying the weight. and And, and it's tremendous from a third line from guys that this is their first playoff run you know, and, and most of these guys are, what, under 24? That's yeah, I, It's I, tremendous, I, I and, and, and it cannot be understated. It cannot be said enough how great they're playing and how much of an impact they're having on these playoff run for the Rangers.
0: Yeah, I think Hito's, like, 22, then Kako's 21, and then Lafreniere's 20 or something like that. They're all, like, yeah. really close. They're all basically – because they all are drafted with, like, within, the what, two years of each other, right? Right. So, I mean, they're all very young guys, and they're playing extremely well. Um, and the good thing I've I, I like this series compared to, compared to the last series was the defense. defense yeah. It's a fair thing about it, they They gave up two goals in, goal, in game one. They essentially gave up one goal in game two. You know, they lost 2 nothing, And and today they gave up one goal again. It was a soft goal. Should have been yeah. a stop. So, realistically, if you're looking at it, Rangers only gave up like four goals in the past even three goals. You know what I mean? Right. Because of how either a soft goal, uh, empty netter. Empty netter. And obviously the, the two and overtime, two in the, the game one, obviously was, was shitty. But it just right. it happens. Those were legit goals. But it's like the defense is is, is stepping up. They're playing better. And listen, yeah. Carolina has a great defense as well. And that first two games, we, we it was shown they gave a, you know a shutout on one end. The Rangers could get anything in there in the offensive zone. They would have right. to dump it and chase. And Carolina was just not allowing them to do it. So well, it, it's Carolina it's has to be
1: the Carolina speed. Yeah, it's definitely better than the Rangers. They they definitely have an edge there. They they race to the puck. They skate it north to south very well. Uh they're not in the neutral zone very long. They usually win the neutral zone battle and gain access to the offensive zone where the Rangers struggle a little bit shift to yeah. shift. But I mean, I, I was dying laughing. It we're in the series. It's it, no games or blowouts. It's very tight games, and that's very good for the style of hockey that the Rangers play. That grind it out. You know, try try to push it, get a goal. And, and sustain a little bit of pressure while maintaining a lead. That's what they need to do. But I was dying laughing for game two on ESPN. I absolutely hate the NHL on ESPN. It's just it's a time. shit show. The commentators blow. There's no energy. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And in between, I think the first and second period of game two, they were talking about the, the, I think they showed the fan duel line and the fan duel line was over under six and a half and they all took the over. And I'm like, what the fuck are you guys watching? Like, there is zero chance there's going to be seven goals in this game. There's zero yeah. chances there's going to be six, five, or four fucking goals in this game. What, what are you watching right now? It's, it, it's like the easiest thing. Like, dude, I grabbed my phone so fucking fast trying to get a bet in. Like, yeah, please give me the fucking Slam ultra under. There. Set that fucking right. shit at three and give me some free money.
0: And the funny thing is, too, like, I think the Rangers scored three goals. That's the highest is, like a team has scored this year so far in three yeah. games. Three goals in a game. Yeah. Which is incredible. And like for them to be like, oh yeah, go over. All right. Maybe you want maybe you're just trying to keep people their attention onto the ESPN and keep watching this game. People who are not Rangers or Canes fans, you wanna be like, oh, the offense is gonna step up. Maybe you want to watch more. But that's just it's just reckless at that point. You
1: Dude, know what I, mean? I honestly I, I can't stand anything on ESPN at this point. I they don't know what the fuck they're doing. They don't know sports. They they sold their soul when they started dipping into the fucking woke spewing just nonsense fucking political shit. It's like, dude, I yeah. watch sports to get away from politics. I don't give a shit who the president is. I don't give a shit who's running for governor. I don't fucking care who made an erroneous statement or sent a fucking email 20 years ago that's now offensive. I don't fucking care. <laughs> I want to watch sports. I want to hear about sports. I want to see fucking the best MLB plays. You know, I want to see the dun dun nut dun a and that's yeah. it. I don't care about your opinion. Shut the fuck up.
0: I agree with you, and I hate, I hate when, when sports and politics get, get intertwined because it's not what we want. Right. And listen,
1: every once in a while it happens. Every once in a while it does happen. But yeah. the fact that they pushed it, like they went with it, and, and if they can't see the writing on the wall with everything that's going on with this world and how people just want to get away from everything, sports is a fucking outlet. Sports is an outlet when it comes to COVID. Sports is an outlet when it comes to politics. Every fucking Ranger fan can get along. For, you know, a 60-minute game, it doesn't matter who they voted yeah. for or where they stand on this policy or that policy, do not introduce politics to fucking sports. You're ruining it. Yeah, like it, it's, it, it's essentially like fucking having a political debate in the middle of having sex. It's you, Why? <laughs> Just try to enjoy
0: it. Try to enjoy yeah. the ride. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't need
1: this shit. I, like, but, uh, again, aside from that nonsense as to why I hate ESPN, their color commentary, they, it, it's just awful, dude. It is absolutely dreadful. The game two, they were so fucking one-sided on the Kane side. They were just shitting on the Rangers every are. which way. And it was a tight game the whole time. You would think that the Hurricanes were blowing out the fucking Rangers, and it wasn't happening. And compared to the games that the Rangers played against the Hurricanes in the regular season, the Rangers have definitely stepped up. They figured out whatever they needed to figure out, and they've kept the Hurricanes at bay. We're still down a game. It's 2-1, to one, but luckily we're going back to the Garden. The Garden faithful got to see a great game. My brother was there today. Spent nice. 320 bucks to sit up in the rafters and watch the Rangers get a victory. Yes, I was happy dude. about that for him.
0: Fucking worth it,
1: though. Dude, 100%. He said it was well worth the money. And then I asked him, did you grab me a T-shirt that some random drunk guy left on his fucking chair because they gave away playoff T-shirts tonight at every receipt. And he's like, no, I didn't. I was like, you fucking failed me as a brother. <laughs> I was like, you couldn't find one that some dude blew his nose in. I don't fucking care. I have a wash machine. Yeah, I <laughs> want that damn them. T-shirt.
0: You talk about the ESB, ESPN, like their announcer is just so one-sided. Like, have there has there ever been a series that has been like this one-sided? It was a one nothing game the entire way of Game Two, and I'm like, I feel like they're down a thousand.
1: Yeah, like the uh, way dude, they, were they, were, they were acting, like the Rangers had no shot of getting back into that game that they were lost. And, and listen, they did lose the game. They, they were very lacking. They, they, but you know what? They've been sucking at face off fucking wins like they the entire playoffs. That. They, and that's something they need to fix. But yet every time they get a win in spite of that, it just goes to show you what kind of team this is. They're going to battle. Yeah. They're going to gain the zone. They're going to do what they got to do to get a, get a, a, fucking puck into the net, get one pass Auntie Ranta, and, and get the win. And that's all we need, dude. We just need sustained pressure. We need to not lose the fucking battles in the neutral zone because we're a lot slower through the neutral zone than the Canes are. We need to move that puck a little faster, get it deeper. Again, today there was a lot of whiffing, a a lot of just miscommunications with pucks and passes and stuff like that. But, listen, we were able to secure the win. That's all that really matters. We played a much better-rounded game, I would say. You know, north to south, defense to offense, it was a way better game. It was a great win. And that I really hope that a little Max Domi stunt at the end of the game just, you know, pushes them harder and gets them a little more fired up for fucking game four. And they come out flying and get a little nastier and a little more aggressive, especially along the boards, because the Rangers can win the puck battles along the boards as long as they're throwing the bodies and getting there. They got to they gotta race to the puck and get there first. They got to play that speed game with the Canes.
0: Yeah, I agree. And The funny thing about the faceoff is, like, despite them not winning faceoffs, they have won, obviously won. They were ranked 16th in the first round. Yeah. Face off wins, which is like terrible. Dead last. They have won in the series four to three. I mean, it's the Rangers find a way to win despite that face off. It's, it's, It's as if they know that, like, this is our weakness. We're going to figure yeah. it out. We're going to do what we can do and still get our wins
1: anyway. And, and listen, Dude, I think DeLon we're not the type of team. We're, so we're not the type of team that we're just going to get blowout victories. We're, we're never going to win a fucking series yeah. 4-0 or five 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 in five games 4-1. You know what I mean? It's not going to happen. This yeah. team has grinded it out all year. This is their style of play. And, and you know what? It, listen, it hurts the body. It wears out the legs. But they're definitely going to be able to step up to the challenge. They were able to do it against uh, Pittsburgh. Everybody counted us out, 3-1. Nobody thought we had a chance to come back. We did it. It's the second time we did it against that shit team and Schittsburg. Suck a fat one. See you later. Bye-bye. Enjoy playing golf, Cindy. Malkin is probably sitting somewhere eating a fucking shish kebab or I don't know what the fuck he eats in the offseason, that fat (laughs) fuck. Okay? But, again, we're going to have to grind it out. We're going to have to play that – East Coast, hard nose, fucking grinded-out hockey. And I think we're. I think they're going to be up to the challenge. I, I think Game 4, obviously, okay. is a big game. It's definitely a must-win. It's as much of a must-win as anything else because you don't want to go down 3-1 and try to battle back. It's really hard to battle back, you know, win three games in a row. They did it the first round of the series. I don't know if they could do it in the second round uh, of the playoffs. It's really hard to do it back-to-back. So this is going to be a must-win at home. I think they're going to be fired up. I think they're going to be coming with the pressure. I think they figured out their style of play that they need to use to beat the Hurricanes. You know what you have in net. Igor is going to be Igor. He's going to stand on his head. He's going to give you 50 frigging saves a night. You just got to put the puck in the net any way you can.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, we're in for a grind here and that's just, as Ranger fans, I think we're just used to it. Um, It's it's never going to, it's never going to be easy. So no, Rangers are down too. Well, They're down 3-1. It's always
1: like, Rangers never say die. Would it be as fun if attitude? it was that easy? I mean, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and tell you. I would take a you know, flawless playoffs right to a cup victory. Dude, mm. I, I'd sell my left nut for that. But it wouldn't be as fun as the yeah. way they play, the style they play, the back and forth, okay? I, I mean, yeah. I, not that I look forward to the odds that I get during the game and the anxiety before <laughs> every game. Okay, and the anger and the screaming and yelling. I know my neighbors don't appreciate it, but it just adds <laughs> no. to it, man. It makes it all the more better. And, and, I mean, just look at what's going on with Tampa Bay and Florida. Everybody thought Florida was just cruising into the finals. And they're yeah. getting smoked by Tampa right now.
0: Three, down
1: 3-0. And the funny thing is, too,
0: like, as Ranger fans, like, like last, we watched last week. we were at We were in A.C. watching Game 7. And they score that goal, and we were just going nuts. And nope. you were, I'd rather have that type of reaction instead of just being like, oh, ho-hum, 4 nothing." you know, sweep them, get done. We dominated the entire time. It is more fun. I, I, I'm probably just trying to convince myself as being a Ranger fan, this is
1: better, but it is a little better. It is funny when they grind it, is, it out. It's a lot it, more fun when they it, grind would out have been and they as get much the victories they come back. Would it, it definitely wouldn't have been as much fun sitting there at the Irish pub watching a Ranger game hanging out with those four dudes from Scotland. Okay, yeah. they wouldn't have had as good of a time. They, they were yeah. loving it. We went absolutely nuts. Everyone we was staring at us like we were the biggest pack of assholes in the world. Those Scottish guys were like, yes, we don't know what's going on, but fuck yeah. Like, as long as as those guys, guys are happy. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I cared about. Dude, it was awesome. But, I, I mean, they, listen, it's, we just need to keep the pressure we can't have one of those laxadaisical games like we had in game two. We need to come out strong. You got to come out in front of your home fans and, and, and get the victory. You, you need to force it any which way. Bury the biscuit, that's all.
0: And I look ahead to pivotal game four. We obviously don't want to go down 3-1. Uh, I mean, keys to the game. I mean, once again, kid line, kid line, yeah. kid line, After every single time we do a recap, we always talk about how much that kid line is just great. I don't think they had a point today, but I look at the stat sheet, but I mean, they're just – that jolt of energy is just needed for this team. Sometimes those top guys just don't perform. Like, obviously, Mika and Kreider both had goals today, and they sniped them. Mika had a great game, but he hasn't been doing that the postseason. But throughout this entire postseason, it's been about the kid line. So I'm going to say, once again, kid line, key to victory is having that team – you know having that line be incredible. And then, obviously, keep the pressure off Igor. Score an early goal. Get some, you know, get yeah. some offense generated. Keep the pressure off of them.
1: And, and keep, keep the fans bad, in the game. Much better. Get get that, get the Madison Square Garden rocking early. Yes. Get them in their heads. Get them fired up. Get them going nuts. Okay? Pumping it up. And then especially if you can get a couple early goals, go up by a couple. Do get that breathing room. Then you can throw the fourth line out there to just start motion people. Let Rooney throw the body around. Let Reeves yeah. go after somebody a little bit. And just really get, get on them and get in their fucking heads. Yeah.
0: I agree. I'm trying to look at this whether or not they had a point today. Kidline didn't have any points today, but I mean it's still I mean it's still just even if they don't without having even out like stuff in the stat sheet, they still make a difference. Yeah, the, absolutely.
1: That's Dude, I, I think I think the the, the the perfect example of that is just Lafayette because Lafayette just Nonstop skates, Lapnia throws the body, takes every opportunity he can to throw the body. He's in everybody's face on those little scrums that happen after a whistle. He's doing everything you'd want him to do other than scoring goals. But if you're not going to put the puck in the net, you're still going to make a statement out there, and he's doing it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to look at the assist today. Um, Kreider was assisted by Truba and Zabinijad. zabenjad uh, assisted by Panarin and Fox. And then Mott. Mart- with the last goal, honestly, obviously, because it was the empty
1: and he took the point right. off, I think, from uh,
0: whatever. When turned it over.
1: Yeah, one of the wingers. But uh, yeah. dude, listen, if we can get the first and second line out there generating some offense early, I think that would definitely take the pressure off. And then we could just roll right through all four lines, give everybody a little bit of a breather, get, get, get the energy, sustain the energy, I want to say, through the entire game. We need those first two lines to generate offense right out the gate. Yeah, we need them to at least show up and put pressure on out the gate. We need to win those neutral zone battles. We need to move the puck into the offensive zone more smoothly. We need to move the puck out of our defensive zone faster and not just throw it up the boards willy-nilly and let their uh, defensemen grab the puck and generate some flow down the other end of the ice, throw it back in deep. we got to be able to get the puck out without icing it. I, I, icing doesn't help us because we can't win those face-off battles. We're sub-40% on face-off wins. That's atrocious. You're not going to see that anywhere else in the NHL, uh, especially not in the playoffs. But I think if we can get the first and second line going, Miller has been a stud. Uh, Fox had a great game. Truba again, another stud out there. That's what you need. But even, even Braun played a good game. So I, I think yeah. if we can just keep what we had today – and just ramp up the offense just a little bit with those battles in the corners, throw the puck out in front, but I I keep crashing the net. You know, we were devastating them in front of the net. I I mean, dude, I was standing up every time we crashed the net, and and that puck was bouncing around, and you have all three offensemen, you know, the two wingers in the center just busting it into the net and pushing onto your around. That's exactly what you want. You don't want him to get comfortable. You don't want anybody to get comfortable. And a shitty little garbage goal is worth a million dollars at this point
0: yeah and that's I, I love that too i was watching it and i'm just like pucks on net everyone's crashing the net center passes just doing a great job of getting and like we seen said the first two games even early on in that in that the pittsburgh series too is there's a lot of like everybody dancing around dancing around and i think it was funny matt tweeted this out but he was like i don't watch hockey at all but the rangers are kind of playing like they're the Holland Gobe of, of hockey, where they just kept trying to dance around guys. And it's like, right. no, put the like, even a guy who does not watch hockey knows you cannot play hockey this way. No. Put the puck on a net, let it get a rebound, dirty goal, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Just put it there. If we can clean it up, put something in, that's all that matters. But today, it was just two snipes, you know, like it yeah. was. Kreider had a beautiful goal, and so, so did Mika. So it was, it was great. It worked out great for the Rangers today.
1: Yeah, dude, absolutely. And, and that pass to Mika came across the entire rink. He grabbed it yeah. and just let it rip, dude. You know, didn't give it even a half a second no. to set it up. Just gra- grab and shoot. And that's what they need to do. They need to be quick. Because even yeah. if even if that puck doesn't go in, it's put in a position where Ronta has no ability to really grab it, glove it down, or get on top of it. You're going to get a rebound off of that.
0: Yeah, definitely. For to play us out, we have. I did a game three recap video. I'm oh, sorry, hype video. I nice. uh, used
1: to play us out. I think I did it for, Did you watch it? I did not. I didn't get a chance to see it.
0: Oh, unbelievable. You're going to watch it now. I'm going to force you to watch it. I'm gonna.
1: <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. I got, still, I got a little beer left.
0: All right, perfect. Let's see. Uh, I'm going to see if I can get it to work because it's going to be on. Uh, yeah, let me see if I can try to get this to work. Share screen. I guess she'll tell me if whether or not it's working. It's up. Let's see if I make it larger. There you go. Perfect. Let me get rid of this. The audio, this is bad, but it'll be worth it.
1: (laughs) Great tip! Oh, scores! in front by Troop has been on a long time. They score! Toward the net, it's Smith, and he scores! It all comes down to today. Either we heal as a team,
0: or we're going to crumble. Inch by inch, play by play, till we're finished. We're in hell right now, gentlemen. Believe me and we can stay here get the shit kicked out of us or we can fight our way back into the light we can climb out of hell one inch at a time the margin for error is so small i mean one half a step too late or too early and you don't quite make it One half second too slow, too fast, you don't quite catch it. The inches we need are everywhere around
1: us. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done.
0: On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that inch. Yeah.
1: We claw with
0: our fingernails. Oh,
1: should be so Because we know when we add up
0: all those inches, that's gonna make the fucking difference between winning and losing.
1: Yeah. Let's go, Rangers! Yeah! There we go. Yeah, it's muted. Yeah, I muted.
0: I said that got me fired up.
1: Absolutely, especially the drunk. Let's go Rangers at the end.
0: Yeah, I just took it off. Of some sort of one of the games. Someone's cheering out. Let's go Rangers, So I added it. But it's yeah, some go fans
1: are spilling out on Seventh Avenue, just fucking trying to hail cabs and not get run over. Yeah, <laughs> but I love that.
0: I love that speech from uh, any given Sunday. Yep, I'd, I'd run through a brick wall for Al Pacino if you're given that speech. <laughs> <laughs> well, TJ, Ooh, wow. thank you again. What'd you say? Oh, <laughs> Ooh, wow. should I do a game for One I that was pretty good.
1: That was good, absolutely.
0: Um, I usually do the the meme one, uh, the meme video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've, I've been doing it. People love the ones that I did, Step Brothers one when he was like, You're next, and he's spanking. Yeah, uh, Will Farrell. People love yep. that one. That one nuts on TikTok. People really love absolutely. that one. We're gonna, uh, yeah. We'll hopefully come with someone for uh, for tomorrow, and then maybe one for game four. So we'll figure Absolutely, it out. Bro. But, but TJ, thank you for joining us. Yeah, again. pleasure talking to you as always, Rook. Great victory night. for the Rangers.
1: <laughs> yeah. Shout out to oh. third period bourbon on guy yeah. Dave. Actually,
0: I was just gonna say that. So third period bourbon, seventy five percent of the time it works every time.
1: Every time.
0: <laughs> I bought a different bourbon today too, which is Dave was always saying that you should keep the same bourbon. But every time yeah. I switch to bourbon, the Rangers have actually won. So I'll be, broke, I'll be broke to a Stanley Cup. That'd be fun.
1: I, I gotta tell you. I mean, I give me one second. Let me grab this. <laughs> I'm running real low. Uh, that's one bottle, and that's a special blend. This bottle you can't get anymore, and I'm tearing through it. You can't even get this shit anymore, I dude. I found this. This has been. They stopped making this a couple of years ago, and I found that out uh, by Crystal Springs in a liquor store. I walked in and they had a bottle sitting there, and I, I dude, I grabbed that shit and ran to the counter and bought that like like I was fucking stealing it. <laughs> so I dude I, I, I'm with you. I, I, I'm gonna have to restock. I don't want to go through all my great stuff. You know yeah, what I, I mean? Had, but I had a. I mean, you, you know what? There's hope because. I'm waiting. I'm waiting on this. We're waiting. Haven't oh, been able we're waiting. to find this for particular bourbon. Bourbon drinkers out there know what I'm talking about. Used to be like a sixty-dollar bottle here in uh, like New York, New Jersey area, and then uh, during COVID, it kind of absolutely disappeared. And if you could find it in your local liquor store, it's going for like two hundred bucks. Found this bottle down in Atlantic City. Haven't opened it yet. I'm waiting for the Stanley Cup Finals, and then it'll be third period Blanton's. So. I really want to drink this, Rangers, please fucking make it happen.
0: <laughs> we all we all hope that happen. We all want to see that happen. Um I was gonna say I had I had Jim Beam the first time we did it. I had um, then I moved to I bought some beer barrel bourbon. Then I moved to Elijah Craig.
1: Elijah they, Craig, great, great Elijah cheap Craig's bourbon, really but doesn't taste and, cheap.
0: And then an AC we're drinking bullet bourbon. Yep. And then I didn't switch it for games one and two because I was like, I can't keep buying bur- <laughs> bottles of bourbon. Yes, you can. And then I, I went out. I bought the Muckalai today from the um, Next to Source Brewery. They're right there. It's very good, very good bourbon. I appreciate. it. I mean, I was would, I would it. If um, the New Jersey area, cultic area, pick it up. Muckalai, Muckalai bourbon. Very. Yeah, it's good. all right. Absolutely. I
1: wasn't doing anything today. Sweet. Thanks, bro.
0: Well, I went I, really went. I really went. I really went real quick. I picked up my beer. I picked up a bottle of bourbon I left. I, like, I had to rush back for the game. So, one of those things. But, uh, all right, TJ. It was great, great, great time again. Talking Rangers hockey. Let's go. Hopefully we'll come back with game four after a win. Um, We'll we'll take it from there, hopefully. So, let's go,
1: Rangers. Let's go, Rangers. Right now. Yep. Way to get a win, especially in front of Garden Faithful. Keep the pressure, boys. Let's go.
0: And Carolina, welcome to the motherfucking jungle, bitches. Suck.
1: <laughs> welcome to our great Hockey at Madison Square Garden.